0: Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. Today we are talking about Megan. Megan is directed by Gerard Johnstone. I never heard of him. He has only done like some TV stuff, so it's not a lot of credits. And it's written by Akilah Cooper. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Good enough for me. Jupiter's Legacy. Hold on. They had written a legacy with the dog, and there was something called Malignant, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've written that, yeah, that shit was crazy. A couple episodes of Avengers Assemble, they've written a couple episodes of Luke Cage, Uh, okay, Uh, okay, Luke Cage, okay, and a couple episodes of Grimm, a couple episodes of American Horror Story. He
1: has a nice little writing resume there, okay,
0: yeah, but also the story. It's by James's boy. James Wan! <laughs> Damn right. James Wan and Lee Warnell are James's boys. Mm-hmm. And it stars Allison Williams, Violet McGraw, and Ronnie Ching. And the synopsis is a robotics engineer at a toy company builds a real-life doll that begins to take on life of his own. The movie starts off with a daughter, she's riding with her parents. She has like this kind of Furby-esque type toy that the toy just keeps talking while the parents are driving. They get into an accident. Her parents are dead. Her aunt is the robotics engineer. She works at a toy company, and she's basically tasked with trying to design the next big thing. Just very out of touch. She's unrelatable to kids. And then all of a sudden, she has to take on her niece, who survived the accident. During the course of all this, she has been working on this AI technology, mass marketed, but the head of the toy company is like, hey, you know, just give me something we can sell. So she sets up a demo of her niece relating to this AI lifelike doll. It's a hit. And that's kind of where this starts off, and at a certain point, it's really about boundaries for AI. Which I guess, if you have like the Chat GPT and all the other stuff that's going on right now, that's really what it is. So it turns into what happens when the AI goes wrong. Robots dream of electric sheep or something. Having said that, it's more or less like a sci-fi thriller movie. Since we have the king of horror, suspense, and thriller, this man will scare himself out of his pajamas. <laughs> Jay, how'd you feel about Megan?
1: I actually enjoyed it into a certain part. James won! <laughs> I actually enjoyed it to a certain part. It wasn't a bad movie at all. Mm-hmm. It had its flaws. For example, the main character was so unlikable. Yeah. There was nothing about her that I was like, I was rooting for her.
0: Yeah, so again, the movie of starts off with her just kind of being out of touch with everything. Like She doesn't like kids. She doesn't have time for kids in her life. And it's just like, oh, well, here's an iPhone. Here's an iPad. Leave me alone. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: It's just a PSA. You should be raising your kids and not have technology raise your kids. That's all it is. But overall, it's not a bad movie, but there was just one part around it. And I hate when this happens in horror movies. I hate when it happens in any movie, really. But horror movies, it really hits a nerve with me is that the movie is like pretty decent, pretty good, it's enjoyable, up until at the end, that just takes it all the way down. All the way down. Then you just start questioning everything. It's like, what the fuck? Like, Did y'all just run out of ideas to just do something in there just to make it seem like it's more than what it is? Because that was a bad idea. It seemed like around the endings got lazy.
0: I like this movie for mm-hmm. what it was. Upgrade right. is kind of like this same vein of we get you 90% there. And mm-hmm. then we might let you down at the end. <laughs> so a right. lot of these thriller movies like this, particularly really depend on how it resolves itself. And this one totally, it changes when they have to end the movie.
1: Yeah, that's
0: exactly it. So again, it's supposed to be like a thriller or suspense movie. Well, is AI alive? Is it doing something devious? Yes. You also have people that work in technology that are making these decisions and making the dumbest possible decisions during the course exactly. of the movie.
1: Exactly. That's seeing that was what was throwing us off. Yeah. That's what was throwing us off because we were like, okay, so where's the fail safe? Yeah, basically. Where's the fucking fail safe? You don't have a plan B to shut this thing down. Anytime you deal with AI, we know this just from fucking Terminator, man. (laughs) Anytime you deal with AI, basically, you want to kind of put a barrier on its learning capabilities, but they opened it up that Megan could learn any... Yeah, she's
0: consistently learning the data lore for Star Trek. It's basically, she turns into lore. She's the evil equivalent. She leaves a crystalline entity to (laughs) destroy Omicron theater. That's a little bit inside Star Trek, but nevertheless, she's the evil AI. Go ahead. She's Kit the car, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking
1: Ultron, man. Yeah.
0: Just learning, learning,
1: yeah. learning, 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 and just kept learning everything to the point that she was too knowledgeable. She superseded humanity. Why would you not install something to prevent her from learning certain things? Just learn things about her niece. Learn things about her niece to relate to her niece, but not to be able to go and search the whole... Damn internet and get all this damn knowledge.
0: Apple Watch Plus, Amazon Echo, <laughs> Google Home, all that combined, ring camera is coming to get you. This is not a sponsored podcast, but
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was just like, man, come on, dude. Because they were making so many mistakes that you were just like, no person in the technology field would make these mistakes. Yeah. No one. Yeah. But for you to really, really enjoy I me, mean, you got to suspend disbelief
0: kind of overlook some of those flaws mm-hmm. until the very end of the movie. Yes. Yeah, okay. As long as the conclusion is okay. They wrap it up well. It's good. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, James, what mm-hmm. score would you give Megan?
1: Before the fucked up ending, I would have given it a seven and a half, eight because I enjoyed it. Say, when it comes to horror movies, sometimes I suspend disbelief and let shit slide. But then the ending just brought back all the shit that I let slide in the beginning and just culminated and I'm gonna give this movie maybe a 5.56
0: I would also give it a 5 obviously it's a low budget movie it's a Blumhouse production so they only spend a certain amount of money on a movie and plus Mm. like even from the budget aspect it really only takes place in maybe 5 or 6 locations it's mostly the the Aunt's house, the house,
1: the, house, the building. The they, yeah,
0: the lab, a car, mm-hmm. the neighbor's house, whatever park. One of the people died in.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. Like five locations. So yeah. And plus, House, they are good for low-budget, good horror movies or decent horror movies. And this was one of them. It could have been better, but the ending just fucking killed it for me, man. It should have been. I'm gonna say the ending. So at this point, Megan's manipulating everybody. Her niece under her finger and all this shit, about to kill the unlikable aunt. And then out of the blue, the niece has access to a robot.
0: Big Hero Six. <laughs> yeah.
1: That out of a goddamn chest, that first thing came to my mind I was like, where was this motherfucker at a long time ago? Like it's not like they introduced this motherfucker like earlier. If they did, I must missed it. It's not that they brought that earlier into the movie, so you'd be like, oh, okay, it's there. It's just like it came out of nowhere. It just came
0: out of nowhere. Yeah. All right. So, again, I'll give it a five. A good majority of the movie on board with it is a little bit cliche. Mm-hmm. Different. Movies like this really depend on the conclusion. Story part of it, yeah, you're going to have this person is going to do X. Like, the, the robot's going to kill people. But how do mm-hmm. you resolve all that? And apparently, this has already been greenlit for a sequel, like however that works out. Greenlit already, so
1: I don't know how they're going to do that because I would think that after that debacle, you wouldn't want to create that shit again.
0: Yeah. So, nevertheless, we're going to go through something. I want to ask you some questions about some Blumhouse productions see what your responses are. So, we already talked about Megan, which is a Blumhouse movie. The Mm -hmm. Black Phone.
1: I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. All right. No budget, but good.
0: Yeah, the movie called Nanny.
1: I have not seen that.
0: All right. Skip that one. Get Out was a Blumhouse production.
1: Of course, that was good, too. Yeah.
0: All right. The next movie is Split. That's the first one, right? Yeah. Not that trash one. (laughs) Yeah. That one was actually pretty good, too. All right. That would be bad. Next movie, Halloween Ends.
1: I have not seen that. I've actually been very apprehensive. And watching that because I did not like Halloween. What was the one in the middle? Because it was
0: Halloween. Halloween. <laughs>
1: yeah, the one before it ends, it was kind of like, what the fuck? The only thing that was redeemable about the middle movie was that the kills were amazing. It just lacked sense.
0: So moving mm-hmm. on,
1: Us. It wasn't as good as Get Out.
0: Next movie. This is one that we reviewed. Freaky. I actually like that. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Actually,
1: yeah. That was the perfect horror comedy. It was good. It was funny. I enjoyed it. It kind of reminded
0: me of a uh, Happy Death Day. In the vein of Split, Glass. Mm-hmm. That's the last one, right? Yeah, that was the trash one. Uh,
1: mm, Would I watch it again? No. All it right. wasn't that good.
0: Alright, so moving on, which mm-hmm. also has some Marvel connotations. Scott Derrick is in. Sinister.
1: Directed oh, Scott that Scott. was good.
0: Yeah.
1: That was good. The first one was good. Second one, not so much.
0: Alright, next movie. M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. It was watchable, kind of predictable, but it wasn't bad. Directed by James' boy, Lee Wannell, The Invisible Man.
1: That was actually good. I liked The Invisible Man.
0: Next movie, 2013's The Purge. Was that the first one? Yeah.
1: The Purge. That was good.
0: Next movie. Did you see Firestarter?
1: No. No. To be honest with you, I didn't like the original Firestarter. I did not like it. I mean, it was okay, but I didn't understand the hype behind it.
0: Alright, so next movie. We saw this. We watched this. Upgrade. Mm-hmm. Lee wan L. That, that was really good. To be honest with you, that was better than what I expected it to be. It actually caught
1: me off guard. It was kind of like a sleeper to me. It was good, though. Uh,
0: for some reason, I remember seeing this movie in the movie theater. The Boy Next Door with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> the Boy Next Door with Jennifer I
1: have not seen that.
0: Yeah, it was like, uh, he was about to turn 18. He was like hitting on Jennifer Lopez. And became he became a stalker yeah, and shit. But, yeah. Alright, so next movie. Halloween kills.
1: That's the middle one.
0: Yeah. So it looks like it's we're, Halloween, Halloween kills, and Halloween, kills and ends. Halloween
1: ends. Yeah. Oh, shit, I may watch Halloween ends tonight. Halloween kills, like I mentioned before, the kills were amazing. So it lived up to the, the slasher motif that Halloween has, but the story, not so much, not when you know that Michael Myers is at least 6'4, about 260, swole as hell. And you think a nine balding fat man hospital gown is Michael Myers and you chase him out and this man ends up committing suicide because everybody's chasing him. How does that even make sense? We all know Michael Myers is towering.
0: Alright, so next movie The Belko Experiment?
1: That was interesting.
0: We're going to come with a hit. Paranormal Activity the original one 2007.
1: Oh, I loved it. I loved it when it first came out. Part 1 Part 2 Part 3 After Part 3 it kind of went
0: <laughs> Alright and we're going to come back with another one directed by James' boy, James Wan, Insidious Chapter 2. Perhaps one of the best ones out of the whole series. All right. Yeah. The next one, we already talked about Happy Death Day, which is, mm-hmm. you know, that was a good one. The second one, maybe not so much. But the next one after that, Ouija, Origin of Evil. Okay.
1: Because there was one Ouija that I liked.
0: I think it might it was, be this one. That one was way better. All right, so next movie, Ma. That shit was crazy. That was a fucked up movie. All right. Next movie is going to be Oculus.
1: That was good. That was a sleeper as well. I didn't expect it to be what it was, but it was really, really good. And it was actually produced by WWE Films, which I was like, whoa, what the hell? All
0: right, so mm-hmm. next movie, Unfriended. 2014, Unfriended.
1: Oh, my God. It was a movie. <laughs>
0: Alright, next movie. Insidious The Last Key.
1: That wasn't that good. The weakest out of the whole Insidious series. I would not watch it again.
0: Alright, so Black mm-hmm. Christmas. Uh, next movie <laughs> is gonna be Insidious Chapter 3. It wasn't bad.
1: It wasn't bad. It was better than The Last Key, but not better than Part 2 nor Part 1. So if I had to put them in order, it would be Insidious 2, 1, 3 and then The Last Key.
0: All right, we're going to talk about Unfriended Dark Web.
1: Unfriended Dark Web was actually not that bad. It was better than Unfriended, the first one, because it had, like, the teen screams-type shit going on. It was better.
0: It was better. Paranormal Activity 2.
1: That was good. That was good.
0: Paranormal Activity 4.
1: It was okay.
0: Talk about the Lazarus effect.
1: That was interesting. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good, but it was, like,
0: That was another movie where, for most of it, it could have worked until... Exactly. It wasn't a bad movie. It's like, I don't know what it is.
1: Certain movies start off so well. It's like, the beginning's good. The middle is good. And then when it gets to the last fucking chapter, the last fucking scene, or like just a couple scenes before the end, it's just like, what the fuck were y'all thinking? Y'all just killed your movie.
0: So a couple more. Sinister two. Horrible. Okay. Paranormal Activity three, in nineteen eighty eight, young sisters Katie and Chris. Oh, that's when they
1: were back when they were kids. That was actually good. Yeah. Like I said, the first three to four were pretty decent. It started going crazy when did one of the called the Lost Ones, and it had to do with uh, yeah.
0: So there's Paranormal Activity the Mark ones.
1: Mark ones. Okay, I knew it was some like that. Some with ones in it.
0: And then there was also another one called Paranormal Activity, The Ghost.
1: The Ghost. That was trash.
0: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So that includes our walk through some of the <laughs> Blumhouse catalogs. Mm-hmm. not all of it, but.
1: And yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy that I've seen damn near ninety percent of them bitches.
0: Yeah. Horror aficionado says, "Boo, missed <laughs> <laughs> up."